Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You don't just live in your home, you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Hey guys, I'm Kaylee Short, and this is Too Much To Say. But don't go asking questions episode, I'm going to drag y'all down a rabbit hole that I have not been able to find my way out of for the past two years, but I think it's led to a lot of reflection and growth and um, learning how to make fun of myself, which I think is very important and um, a huge component of learning who you are. So I got really into the Enneagram. I don't even remember how I found out about it. I think it was a Instagram post or something like that. I think it was this Instagram account called Enneagram and Coffee. They're super funny. Highly recommend starting there. But they posted this thing about sevens. And I didn't know my Enneagram type yet, but I read the description. And it said something like, constant FOMO, buys a plane ticket, figures the rest out later, lots of small plates. And I was like, oh, I feel attacked. And if you feel attacked, that's how you know you got the right Enneagram type. So... I go and I look at my type and I'm a hard seven, could not be interpreted as anything else. And um, it's been a really eye-opening thing to learn my Enneagram type and learn both my strengths and weaknesses and why I think about the things I do and the things that drive you. Each Enneagram type has a basic fear and a basic need. And for Enneagram sevens, for example, their basic desire is to have freedom Um, and to find joy, and their basic fear is of being deprived or in pain. So that leads to a lot of unhealthy coping mechanisms, which are very clearly documented on my album, Open Book. (laughs) I think that the Enneagram has been a really cool personality test type thing, but I do think it's more than that, because it's so thorough, but it's still, it's very distilled. Like I personally felt like the Myers-Briggs was a little bit exhaustive and people can change Myers-Briggs types, which doesn't really make a lot of sense to me because you know, your personality is kind of your personality. You grow, you mature, you get rid of bad habits, whatnot. You have ups and downs, but like you are who you are. And if you look back at who I was when I was in elementary school, I mean, I'm literally the same person now, just 
a little bit more refined sometimes. So I think that it's my favorite personality test. I would highly recommend checking it out. But it's it's really cool because there's different types. So there's nine different types, and it's like in a circle. It looks very like sacred geometry. It's really cool. And it goes like they found the shape on like cave walls and stuff. And there's no explanation for why. I'm not even going to try to go down that rabbit hole, but it's cool. That's all you need to know. And the types are all intertwined. So you have you know, the numbers going in order, and then each person will have a wing on either side. So you can only wing in the direction of the left or right of your number. So for being a seven, I could either be a six or I could be an eight, like seven wing eight. And that's what I am. The eight is like the very bold, brazen, says what's on their mind kind of thing. And the seven is like the life of the party. So it leads to a lot of, I think it leads to a lot of drunk texts that say exactly what I'm thinking because I don't have impulse control and I, <laughs> I want to get my feelings out there, but I do feel like your wing is not going to be the foundation of your personality at all. Like you'll definitely know which one's your wing and which one's the basis of your personality. Sevens have an antithesis with the four. Like the four is like kind of the poetically melancholy individualist type. And the seven is the life of the party, but they do have so much more in common than you would think. Um, but four is kind of like, they like to sit in their pain and sevens like to freeze it as fast as possible and just ice skate right over that motherfucker. Like just get right past it. <laughs> it can be interesting to kind of try to understand these people whose, you know, basic fears and basic needs are completely different from yours. But we're going to find out that the four and the seven have a lot more in common. And those are the two types we're really going to cover on this episode, but I highly recommend taking a test. There's some online that you can pay for, but my personal favorite one is ninetypes.com. At the end of the episode, I'll give you like a really comprehensive breakdown of how to interpret those results. And I'm really looking forward to hearing y'all's thoughts. But without any further ado, let's get in to interviewing my favorite four, Candy Carpenter. So if you've been following my podcast, you know all about our drunk living room sessions. Um, she also just last week debuted her brand new band, Church of Roswell, with their debut single, The Witcher. And it is so fun. Highly recommend checking it out and putting it on your Halloween playlist. Hi, Candy. Hi. I'm so proud of you. Oh, you're so cute. This podcast is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I'm having so much fun doing it and I'm so happy you're my first guest. I am honored. Okay. So like I said, Candy's a four and it is so interesting to be so close to somebody whose brain works so differently than yours, but also seeing how much you work together. So you were kind of hesitant about the Enneagram at first, and it was really, really fucking funny to like watch you warm up to it. I didn't want to believe it at all. I didn't want someone telling me who I was. And it's almost like fours are the individualists. Almost like they are. And I remember reading something that you gave me that said fours actively reject the Enneagram <laughs> until it becomes completely apparent that they are a four. And when it hit me, I finally felt really understood and kind of my fits of depression and melancholia, as you put it, uh, made a little bit more sense to me. It seemed, seemed somehow less unreasonable. And a little bit more like, oh, this is a part of me and not like a problem. I remember once um, we were sitting at Red Door and you caught me just staring out. I know. <laughs> you caught me staring out onto an empty road at a flashing red light. And I said... There's nothing more lonely than a traffic light flashing alone in the distance. And I was like, you're such a fucking four. 
I think that I could probably take any really happy party and find a way to make myself sad at it. See, I think that the reason, even though fours and sevens are so different, the reason I saw that moment when you pointed it out to me and I was like, wow, that really is beautiful. It's because I have this childlike wonder where I just think everything's so cool. And you're, you're saying something that's kind of sad and lonely. And I'm just like, that's so pretty, Candy. <laughs> I think... Uh, We've been researching famous fours, and I think that Judy Garland and Edgar Allan Poe are two of my favorite personalities, and it's because I love Judy Garland's drama and theatrics, and Edgar Allan Poe's like dark, quiet sensibilities, and I will sit alone in my room and cry to the raven, but I will also get up and go, uh, forget your troubles, come on, get happy, you are gonna dance all our cares away. And, uh, that combination is weird, but... It's very four. Do you like being weird? I love being weird. Exactly. That's the whole thing. And I, I remember taking like an Enneagram bingo quiz and um, it's it said fours are the rarest Enneagram type and they love that about being a four. Another celebrity that I, you know, love that's an Enneagram four that's super apparent when you're listening to their lyrics is Alanis Morissette. And yes. she's such a great lyricist. And when you really dive into her songs, like there's just this reasons Reasons I Drink is one of her newest ones, and that's, like, super for... But then also Thank You, which is one of her happiest songs, also is just, like, thank you, disillusionment, thank you, providence, like, all these things. And, like, like, a four can just be, like, I'm having such a good day. They'd have to be, like, thank you, India, thank you, providence. <laughs> well, and you are... And I love it. You're such a big fan of hers, and she's such an enormous influence on you and your music, and I think that's kind of a testament to how much fours and sevens need each other. Oh, yeah. I mean, you are kind of like the Christopher Robin to my Eeyore. You Aww. come into my little stick house, and you drag me out into the world. <laughs> But like, I think, I mean, I hope that I allow you to explore those darker places and, you know, go get a little dramatic sometimes. Well, the night that we wrote Escape, I think that that was something that was really hard for me to do. And I would say that's probably, probably tied with the world keeps spinning for the saddest song I've ever written. And I needed to like sit in it and like pull myself into that feeling. And I feel like I could have only done that with you because I, on my own writing that song would have just tried to like would have tried to somehow put a positive spin on it and you just can't. And we just literally like, we're like, okay, childhood trauma and $2 wine, let's do it. Well, and I used to work with a team that um, maybe wasn't so crazy about my, uh, th the way that I enjoy things that are a little darker. I, I remember them telling me that I was too gothic. <laughs> just I, because I wore a black dress. Okay, I literally, when I went to this Christian school, which I feel like is going to pop up so much on the podcast, because the older I get, I'm like, wow, those three years really done fucked me up. But I put on red eyeliner. It was actually lip liner, but me and my friend were, <laughs> red going, eyeliner. We were going through a fallout boy. I, I can't call it a phase because I'm still in it, but yeah. we were really, really into like emo music and we put it on and then like we got in so much trouble from the teacher because she said we looked like a Satan worship worshiping duo I think is the exact term she used well I wrote down a few of these quotes from this book that um you made me read because you're a seven I did I just need everyone to know that Kaylee Shore would not accept that I was not interested in the Enneagram because she knew I needed it <laughs> and uh something else that's interesting with the Enneagram is that you can have a wing you were talking about that earlier and 
I'm a wing three. And I think that is why I have survived the world. Um, (laughs) Because my wing three grabs me by the hair and makes me work hard and keeps me from getting too far down the rabbit hole of sorrow and sadness and self-pity. The three is the achiever and they're very like, they want a gold medal. They're going to get it. They want a report card. And threes can be mistyped with sevens a lot, but a four wing three is like very creative, but has the tools to to make a career out of it, which is why you're here and not writing poems in my in basement. A basement. <laughs> we both went right for the basement. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a miracle we aren't in one. You know, I will say, though, the, the downside of that, even though the, my three wing has definitely helped me um, work hard and keep going no matter what, is that if I do fail, my four is ready to pounce and go, you failed. <laughs> You're worthless. And I think, you know, that's really not only the three's worst fear is being worthless, but it's also kind of the fours as well. They're kind of similar that way where fours are so afraid that they're not going to have an identity and they're so concerned that their self image isn't right. And that people don't take them seriously. Um, this is a quote from, from the book called Millenniogram that you actually made me and my boyfriend read. I did. It says, Enneagram teacher Helen Palmer has called fours too precious for ordinary life. <laughs> <laughs> because how many times has something totally reasonable happened to, to me and, and I have called you or come over and been like, this person hates me now and I my life is over. And you're like, well, it's really just not that bad. All the time. It's pretty often. Yeah, I'm sorry. Thank you. Um, <laughs> And this is cool too. Uh, quiet, quiet as it's kept. Melancholy is a sweet, sweet drug. <laughs> it's just so poor. Yeah, it's so poor. I love growing up. It felt like I took the rejections even harder, and you just just slowly lose self esteem, and you you want to please people, and because when a four is unhealthy, they revert to being a two, and twos choose like to take care of other people and please other people and forget about their own needs at their worst. Yes. Um, twos are also really wonderful, loving, caring, giving self-sacrificing people. They're incredible, but you know, every Enneagram number, as you know, it's it's the good and the bad qualities. It has the wing or it has the line of integration and disintegration. So when she says they revert to twos, that's the number that a four goes to when they're unhealthy. And then they also have the number that they, you know, evolve towards when they are healthy, which is really cool. And it really points to the fact that there are upsides and downsides to every number. Well, when I'm unhealthy, I think you've noticed this. I end up trying to take care of everyone around me, even if they do not need my help. (laughs) And then when I'm doing really well, um, I function with the, the healthy attributes of a one, which is like being really self-controlled and principled and purposeful. Organized. Organized, Mm -hmm. yes. Um, My house goes to shit when I am at my worst. So I'm really trying more and more to be gentle with myself when I'm foring really hard. (laughs) Which is a lot of the time. And reward myself emotionally when I'm doing well. I love that so much. So we're going to talk with my other best friend, Jordan Jackson. So to that point, we're going to talk to my other best friend, Jordan Jackson. She is a member of this band called High Girl. They're amazing. They have some really cool stuff coming out. And it's with John Caldwell, who wrote several songs on my album. And it's just 
They're amazing. She manages Wanda Jackson. Um, she's also a grandmother, and you can tell because they look exactly alike. She's a babe. Your grandma was babe. Your grandma was the first sex symbol of country music. I mean, that's a fact. It is a yes. fact. But Jordan is going to tell us about how she mistyped herself as a three-wing four and was actually a seven and define the... Yeah, so I think, you know, as someone who works on more of the business side of music or has for a long time, it's really easy to mistype ourselves for something that's a little bit more right-brained. It's a little more list-oriented. It's a little more organized. It's a little more, let me check off the boxes and feel these successful things happening. And, you know, for a long time, I really fit into that. And I definitely mistype myself as someone who was a three with a wing four, because anyone who knows me knows that I am never a straight up three. Um, I am pretty emotional. I like to sit in my emotions. I like to feel them. And, uh, you know, other best friend that Kaylee was just talking to, Candy Carpenter, is a four. And there is nothing that fours love more than to convince other people that they are fours as well, because <laughs> they don't want to be alone in their melancholy. Hey! You know, it's fine. And, you know, the three of me, I wanted to, like, please someone else to be like, no, you're right. I probably am that. And I felt that. And I, you know... I think I was in a pretty repressive kind of relationship and point in my life to where I was doing a lot of things that other people expected me to do rather than what I was and what I was meant to be. Well, and also everyone's a four when they're depressed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so. yeah. I mean, you You're can attest to this. It. I legit lived in a onesie all of the winter of 2018. Like that's when we became best friends. She went through like <laughs> this really tough time and she called me to come over to her house and I get there and she's on like, she's watched like 12 episodes of the L word <laughs> and <laughs> she was in her Papa son chair in a onesie underneath the couch with like underneath yeah. the budget covers with like two dogs. And she was just like, hi, <laughs> you know? And I think after that I started escaping all of the kind of binds that everything else in my life had put me into and I started re-becoming who I was and who and my destiny and like creative my, my creative side. And I started living that side of me that I had been afraid of for so long because either someone had told me I wasn't allowed to do that or I couldn't do that because they were doing that. But then I realized that that, you know, I was so afraid of being these other things. I never gave myself the chance to be good. I was so afraid of being bad at them, you know. And, and if you look back at it, that's a total seven thing you know I yeah I know I can't believe that we didn't see it coming more because if you really look at it like you're like working in the film world you act you manage Wanda you're also on the management team of somebody else you also were in a band yeah you're producing <laughs> people it's like like other artists it's crazy and so like I don't know how we didn't see that coming because like only a seven would have that massive spectrum of jobs. Like, yeah, I don't think a four has the mental capacity to have like 12 different specialties. I think we love being involved in a lot of different things because we have such major FOMO with so much stuff. FOMO is the driving force behind a seven. It's like, yeah, I, there have been nights, okay, there was a night where I, I feel like I met up with you at some point, but I went to three different parties because I couldn't decide which one was the best one. And the first party, I was like, had to run out. And I was like, not really present at that party because I was thinking about the second one. I got to the second one. And because I knew I had another party to get to, I didn't want to drink too much. And then I got to the third party and it was so late that everybody was so wasted and I was sober. And I was like, I went to three parties and had zero fun. 
Yeah, so I don't know. I think I thought I was a three-wing four for so long, and then I just started really learning who I was and my beliefs and what drove me and what made me feel fulfilled. And um, I realized I'm way more of a seven. If you if you want to talk to me about anything, about dating stories, about anything, like I have some of the wildest shit happen to me. Um, I think it's basically just because I have this this kind of saying I say where it's like, I will do anything for a story. I which say is, the same thing. Which is true. Which is why we get into so much trouble. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we're great for each other, but also... Mm. Sevens and fours both resent expectations and they both love freedom, but it's in opposite ways. So sevens want the freedom to do and fours want the freedom to be. So they want to be able to like lean into their individuality, not have anybody criticize them for being themselves. And sevens want to be able to lean into their desires and not have anybody criticize them for the variety that they need in their life. The one thing that three of us all love is cheese plates. And I have a theory because I fours like cheese plates because it's different every time because it's a very special thing you're never gonna get the same cheese plate twice and sevens like it because it's like we get to try everything and you never get the same thing twice <laughs> but it's like the same things but but so different um some of my favorite uh celebrity enneagram sevens are i always say miley cyrus is the patron saint of enneagram sevens miley like, miley everything she does if you've watched her i mean i've been obsessed with her since i was like you know 11 and even Hannah Montana, like she couldn't pick which one she wanted no. to be. Like she was like, I want to be no. a normal girl and a pop star. Uh, so was Russell Brand, which if you look at their relationship, makes a lot of sense. Um, Britney Spears is a seven, Robin Williams and Leonardo DiCaprio. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., that's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. So now we're going to talk to Candy because she is actually dating a seven. And and boy sevens and girl sevens look super different. But also dating a seven versus being best friends with one is also really different. And Candy's back. Hi. Hey. Hey. (laughs) We're all just sitting around Kaylee's kitchen table right now and... This would feel like a totally normal conversation if we weren't directing it into a microphone. They're very large microphones. They are. Candy and I, when we play shows together and we've had one too many drinks, we'll start like sharing just random facts. You know a lot about like classic country and I know a lot about 90s rock and it's just stuff nobody asked for. Absolutely. Yeah. We tell a lot of stories that no one's interested in but ourselves. Yeah, that, and that's why I love you so much. And that's Absolutely, why I got a podcast. <laughs> that's why I got a matching tattoo with you. Oh, we have several matching tattoos. We do. I uh, I know why you wanted to have me on the podcast. Why? Because I think one of your proudest moments as my best friend is converting my boyfriend to an Enneagram fan. Oh, thousand percent. Because he is so contrarian all the time oh. I love him. He's wonderful, but he's very analytical, and he was against this. He was very pro Myers-Briggs. What's the Enneagram? That sounds silly. And we were fighting a lot back then, honestly. And he knows I'm going to say this. I talked to him about it. He's cool. This is an oversharing podcast. It is. Let it, let her rip. And we, we write together a lot. Um, he actually is one of the producers of my band. So we're always working together. It's not just a relationship. It is like constantly together. Um, and we would clash and we didn't really know why we were clashing because we like each other so much. Well, uh, Alden is a seven. And so my tendency to want to withdraw and stay in bed and like live under the covers and cry and his desire to go out and see the world and never experience anything negative. No, no. And just enjoy everything. Um, we how dare you yeah i know well and but, and i don't want you guys to get the wrong impressions of fours i really enjoy life i really do and i have wonderful friends who i love and i you know don't want to feel bummed out it's just sort of this um these these glasses that we wear that color everything i think that the, the quote about like being precious though is really accurate though because it, it is like you're looking at everything through the lens of beauty and so are sevens. Yes. But sevens like don't want to like, even when Jordan earlier said that she likes to sit in her feelings, I could say the same thing about myself, but it's because I, I don't truly let myself feel them. I'll sit in them and convince myself I'm doing something good. And like, you know, indulge in, in, you know, ice cream or alcohol or watching TV or like some sort of reward thing, but I'm not actually actively processing loss. Well, I feel everything 
too hard. And I don't want to. That's something I'm working on. And if you have a four in your life, go easy on them. They're doing the best they can. And And if you have a seven in your life, please tell them to not get another credit card. (laughs) They don't need it. They're fine. The rewards are not worth it. Well, like... (laughs) I mean, when you're dating somebody and you're coming at them with a lot of feelings all the time, it can be really overwhelming. So understanding that Alden just sees things differently than I do and that he processes emotion differently really helped our relationship. And now we can communicate more effectively. Well, I remember you and I were sitting um, at in my living room and I was reading these things because I was really on a mission to get them into the Enneagram because I, I basically like when you have like a outside view of of a you know relationship sometimes you can be like oh well it's this and this but you're so like you know it's like a bird's eye view almost and I was like well this is just what he's not understanding and this is what you're not understanding and I was like the Enneagram will show this to you so I'm reading all these like little infographics and all this stuff and I just watch Alden slowly like soften and he was like oh well that's interesting. He talks about it more than we do now. And he will go up to strangers and go, let me help you figure out what your Enneagram number is. He is I passionate. Make, I make people do it in bars all the time. So does he. <laughs> he was talking about it this morning with someone. I, I mean, he is really into it. He has had his parents and his sister all do the test. I think it's so valuable to know the number of the people around you, whether it's your friends or the people you're dating. And it's not like, you know, the, and I'm into astrology, but it's not like the astrology concept that's like, a Scorpio could never date a cancer. It's like, <laughs> no, you, you can come to find these, these common threads and then learn what these people's love languages are. It's the love languages test is also really important. Um, mine, which makes sense is quality time because I want to do stuff. Well, and you are so social. It's so beautiful. You have such a big heart for people and you, but you can handle having more close friendships than I can too. Like I have less, I have like less bandwidth for it. Yeah. You said the funniest thing. So Candy, <laughs> I didn't know if I could talk about Candy this. Candy will frequently make fun of me. And I do absolutely understand because I have an absolutely ridiculous number of best friends. So if you ever <laughs> on the podcast are hearing me say my best friend, like these people genuinely are, but they're like, the th- great, they're like 30 to quote the great Mindy Kaling. Best friend is a tier, not a title. <laughs> I do love that. Like you don't just have like a best friend. God, that's so limiting. I hate that. I have several as well. But so Candy needed something and I know a lot of people and I was able to fix it. Would you like to tell this story? Can I? Yeah. Okay. So my band got locked out of our Instagram page during launch week. We've only officially been a band for a couple of days. Our, Our first single just recently dropped and we had a whole plan and I was so upset and I had no way back in because my phone number had just disappeared and my email, there, there was no way of, of getting back into the account. Kaylee makes a phone call, gets me back in. And I said, I will never make fun of you again for having so many friends. Is that and a friend I will Instagram and he's like, okay, cool. Got it. You know, the meaning of life and the existence of the universe head first every time I, I feel like part of my foreness also helps me creatively generate and create art that I'm really proud of. It's it's not all that bad. You are really unique. Yeah. I mean, and I, I think that this might be an example of you being too hard on yourself because I don't think we've been talking that much shit about force this whole time. Oh, 
you're maybe you're right. Well, I think another thing fours and seven share is we're not, it's not that we're depressed. We're just self-deprecating. Oh my God. I know. Absolutely. And I think that that's really true as well. And like, that's one thing I've loved about the Enneagram is being able to like, I think you feel less alone in your bullshit. And also you find these things to love about yourself. Like sevens are very cerebral and they're always thinking and they're always anticipating and they can move really fast and they're typically really charismatic and can make friends with anybody. And those are things I love about myself. Sevens also um, can just go like really overindulge in things. I mean, it's weird because we have addictive personalities, but we can't stay addicted because we get bored of things too quickly. Quarantine has affected the Enneagram types so differently. And I'm, I'm going to just like, just off the cuff, just tell you what probably has been the struggle for each one. Let me see if I can do this. Okay. okay. Ones are pissed because the world is unorganized and nothing is fair and nobody has access to what they need to and not everybody's getting equal treatment. Twos are pissed because they want to save everybody, but they can't. Threes are pissed because they don't have a job and thus have no like self-worth and they're working on that. Fours are, are pissed because they finally have like a really big reason to be. <laughs> fives, fives are stoked because all they've had to do is read and they haven't had to do anything else. Sixes are wearing hazmat suits to Walmart because they're convinced they're going to get it. Sevens have to be alone with themselves and that's the only person they don't want to hang out with. Eights, eights are posting like really aggressive political opinions on Facebook. <laughs> And nines are like, why can't we just all get along? <laughs> so that was actually pretty accurate. That was yeah. great. <laughs> so that's the Enneagram. I am a really big fan of it. I feel like it's really been great for growth. And I would love to hear what y'all's types are, what you've learned from the Enneagram, and maybe if you disagree with any of my um, sweeping generalizations about how we've been handling quarantine. But <laughs> if you felt attacked, that's probably your number. Yes. And you know, I don't know if the test works for everybody. It didn't work for me. When I took the test, I got numbers that definitely aren't me. Um, And just reading the descriptions can really help you. Yeah. I would say, this is my advice. So my favorite website to take it on, it's free. You can do the $12 one I did because, you know, I I don't do anything halfway. And, but you can take the free one on ninetypes.com. And what you do is you go to the R-H-E-T-I test and answer all the questions. If you feel like there's one, because they're not either ors, they're not like a spectrum, they're not like, are you this or this? It's like, which one are you most like? You should answer as what you've been most like your entire life, not in a season. Because like Jordan was talking about earlier, she was going through a hard time, so she was like exhibiting four qualities. But answer like how you've been your whole life, because your Enneagram type does not change. If there's two that you're like, neither one of those even kind of apply to me at all, don't try to pick it. Just leave it blank. And then at the end, it's going to tally up the numbers that you had for each Enneagram number and look at the top three that you got. And then from there, look at those ones and and see which one you feel most attacked by. But also an important note for women is if you get a lot in the two category, there's a lot of women that get mistyped as twos because we are, there's a lot of women that get mistyped as twos because we are raised to be helpers. And that's what the two is. So, so keep that in mind. And if you get the two result, be really diligent in reading all the other types because it might just be the patriarchy. 
I think it's hard to be truly honest when taking a personality test because we spend our lives learning to hide the most authentic aspects of our personality from everyone, including ourselves. I struggled to get an authentic reading from the Enneagram test the first few times I took it because I was trying to impress a computer program. That's so funny. I have a happy light. Oh, I have a happy light too. The light that you just shine in your face so you don't feel sad. You want to know the most seven thing? I got the anti-depression lamp, which is what she's referring to, a happy light. And I use it to take selfies. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As you can tell, we're all very passionate about the Enneagram. You can follow at Jordan Brianne Jackson if you want to follow Jordan. And then her band is at High Girl, H-I-G-R-L. And then Candy Carpenter is at Candy Carpenter with an I. And her band is at Church of Roswell. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe and stay tuned. Every Wednesday we have new episodes. And next week I have some really big news coming. It's something I've been waiting to tell you guys for a long time. So be sure to tune in and I'll see you soon. Don't go asking questions that you don't want answers to. I've got too much to say, and I'll tell it all to you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your your perfect home sweet home. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at Let'sMakeAPlan.org.